All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spoilers Nation After Dark begins now. Well, the rumors of Andre Vasilevsky's demise may have been premature as he absolutely stole one against the Edmonton Oilers tonight as the boys lose by a final score of seven to four. Steven Stamkos buried not one, not two, not three, but four goals. While Nikita Kucherov had two points, Connor McDavid also had two. So the scoring race does stay the same. I don't want to call a guy out, but Oilers Nation reporter Matt Wozniak referred to Andre Vasilevsky as mid before the game started today. And I don't know if Vassy heard that or not, but man, oh man, was he dialed in tonight. That is the Vezina goalie that we all talked about. We said his numbers look pedestrian, but I'm not going to take a guy like that lightly. And what do you know? He puts up a performance like that. Goaltending was a big topic this evening inside the Oilers Nation YouTube chat. Scotty91, I'm looking at you. You were firing off Skinner takes during the game in here, and I respect them, and I will read some of them out there. We will get into it in just a bit, but I am joined tonight by my special guest, my special bag of milk. Let's bring him in, BM Bag Milk. You look sad, hunched over your laptop right now. That's how I was just watching the game. A couple minutes ago, BM, how you feeling? Yeah, it's just a bummer, man. Like the Oilers played so well today, most of them. And to have the eight game loot win streak and like that is just a bummer. It's it's just it's it's emotional damage. You know? <laughs> what are you gonna do? It sucks. Like, I can't believe we're talking about a loss after a performance like that. But Andre Vasilevsky, that's why the guy has won a Vesna trophy. That's why the guy has won a Conn Smythe trophy. That's that guy over there. And when you can't match it, you're setting yourself up for disaster. That's ultimately what happens at Rogers Place tonight. That's a bummer, man. I'm bummed out. To keep up with the kids lingo, as Waz called him mid, 
I would call Andre Vasilevsky him. I would call him a He is that guy, as you just said it. And boy, oh boy, did he show it tonight. It does feel weird being in this chair once again, talking about a loss. It's been a fair amount of time since we've done this, which is funny because if you've been on this journey this season with me, pretty much the beginning of the year, all I did was sit here and look broken and go, I don't know what to tell you people. This is going down the drain. Tonight is not one of those nights. Sure, we lost the game. Sure, the win streak is over. But as you just said, Bag Milk, the boys played well. In the offensive end, I can't even think of how many chances we had. Andre Vasilevsky there in that third period near the end of the game was scorpion saving. He was sprawling everywhere. I thought he got hurt. Me and Pat were, we don't celebrate injury, but I was celebrating what I thought was an injury right there. No, he stays in. He does his thing. The man just delivers. Steven Stamkos delivers. Nikita Kucherov delivers. Milk, this is a team that we weren't going to take lightly. I don't think the Oilers did, but it was a rough start to that game. Yeah, I mean, they had a power play goal up on the board only a minute seven in. It's not the start you want. The the Basically, the game was reversed from what happened in Tampa a couple of weeks ago, except this time, the team that came back after being down by two couldn't close out the win. So just, the, I, I don't know what you even do with this one outside of, uh, like, for the most part, if you look at any metric outside of the score, you go, oh man, the Oilers should have killed them tonight, but that's not what happened. So I can't be mad about the performance, but I can certainly be confused about it. And I think that ultimately this was one of those ones where the Oilers got goalied and unfortunately ours couldn't match. And there's no silver linings at this point of the ste- at, at this point of the season, you know, but it's kind of what happened. Sucks, but that's sports. And fucking Vasilevsky. That's what it was. Sports and Vasilevsky. Fucking Andre Vasilevsky. That's really all I've got right there. I don't know. Let me ask you. Would you rather be the Oilers and lose that game for a tight battle, but you were in it the whole time? Or would you rather be the Maple Leafs who were down 5 nothing, came all the way back, and then lose an overtime bag milk? To be honest, I'd rather be the Maple Leafs in the sense that they got a point. They got a point. And at this point, at like... The Oilers could have gotten themselves into a playoff spot tonight had they won. So yeah, I'm going to take a point. And it's the Leafs found a way to get a point despite being down by five. So the Oilers had a chance to close this out. They were up by a goal with 20 minutes to play. And then ultimately they shit all over themselves in the ice somehow, despite the fact that everybody was playing pretty well. It's just the results confusing. And I think at the end of the day, all you can really do is flush it and kind of move on. You know, you probably deserved a better result. You probably deserved at least a point or more, but sports, what are you going to do any given Sunday on a Thursday? It sucks, but that's what it is. It sucks. Yeah, it's not ideal. It's funny. Cause right. If you told me that the team was going to play like that, pretty much top to bottom for skaters on the ice. Sure. Some guys, didn't have great games. Evander Kane, I think, was one of them. A couple guys. Throw some names out, people. Of, hey, we're talking loss right now. But if you would have told me we've all played that well and we're going to lose 7-4 to four with that many shots, I would not have believed you at the way the Oilers have been playing lately. Final tally on the shots on goal. Did you see what it is, Bagmore? Yeah. Yeah, of course I did. I've got it. Like I'm writing my three key things article for OilersNation.com for tomorrow morning. And I've got it sitting here right in front of me. The Oilers had 55 shots on goal. Vasilevsky stopped 51 of them. And Tampa Bay had seven goals on 24 shots. I know two of those were in an empty net, but come on, man. The math doesn't math here. Like that's the story of the game. 
The story of the game is in the crease, but okay, let's get into it. The scoring summary, and it's brought to you by Greta Barrier. Greta is the spot to watch a game in Edmonton. Enjoy any of their unreal features from drink deals, great food, great games, and of course, ice cold beer. Go check out Greta. It's downtown the game tonight. You want to go keep the vibes going. If you were feeling good in there, and man, I tell you, seeing all the faces just walk up the stairs as the empty netters go in, it'll never not be sad. I'm a guy who tends to stay, but I understand going to check the rush. Looking at the scoring summary, though, you pointed out bag milk. It happened real fast. Steven Stamkos buried a minute and seven seconds into the game. Tough one. It really felt like we talked about it on pre-gaming. You could not start today's game like you did against the Blackhawks on Tuesday night. Well, the boys did not get that message as Leon Dreisaitl takes a tripping penalty. Not even a minute into the game, the Lightning zipped that thing around on the power play in the offensive zone. And what do you know? Steven Stamkos scores from his office on a one-timer. A lot of people in the chat before the game were, I don't not necessarily saying he's passed over the hill kind of thing, but that Steven Stamkos, we looked at it. He was on the third line. Turns out Steven Stamkos, still pretty good at hockey, bag milk. Yeah, I, I mean, I just that that second goal he got, the one that ultimately tied the game at three, that he just bats it out of the air from an impossible angle, and he still finds a way to sink it through. Like the the thing here that frustrates me, Aaron, and you kind of talked about it, is you can't have the start like you did against Chicago, but they did. And the problem here is that Tampa Bay, despite not being the team that wins Stanley Cups, they're not that same club anymore. They've still got more than enough guys that can ruin your day. If you're slop, if you're playing sloppy hockey, the Oilers got away with it against Chicago. They didn't get away with it tonight, and ultimately, Stu couldn't cover the the mistake. So, it's sixty minutes of frustrating hockey. It's a, it's a good effort, but a frustrating loss. It's the only way I can really put it. It was an absolute roller coaster tonight. I got Pat with me behind the scenes. Pat, say hi. Hey, we had. A- it was a vibe up and down going on tonight. I was screaming. I was celebrating. We even saw a Taylor Swift dance party in the bar below us tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We saw everything go down tonight. And the only positive that we got, Pat, Borgie's bankroll cashed yet again. Yeah, as nice. was Connor McDavid. We picked Connor McDavid tonight. They all tend to blend in, but he's able to bury. Continuing with the Greta scoring summary, the second goal was by Tyler Mott. It was just a basic rebound off a point shot. Skinner made the initial save, but he juiced that rebound right off his right pad into the slot. Tyler Mott was able to backhand it and get it in. Whatever. It's kind of a play. Hey, it, you need Skinner. You need to make the initial save. He did. He just happened to send the rebound right to him, which we could complain about but I don't want to spend too much time complaining about that one because there's some other Stuart Skinner stuff we can get into. So continuing with the scoring report, <laughs> the Oilers get on the board. It was Darnell Nurse continuing hashtag Nurse for Norris season going on. I think we all predicted that Darnell Nurse was going to score a shorthanded breakaway goal in this game tonight, but it was pretty sweet. Fogel took a hooking call. Oilers are on the PK. You break out of the zone. Nuge feeds Nurse with a beautiful little saucer up in the air, lands in front of Nurse. He used his great body control on Mikhail Sergachev, and he buried, went up top. Darnell continues to play great bag milk. Uh, Again, so three key things going up tomorrow morning at weathersation.com, but Darnell Nurse playing his best hockey right now, and that's one of the points that I'm going to get to. And I think it's... 
I wish you could kind of tell people like that magic pen thing for men in black that erases memories just when it comes to the salary. Cause when he's playing like this, it seems like that's still a cloud that's hanging over him doing some really nice things. And I think that he's playing some really good hockey and yeah, I agree. He's overpaid too, but at the end of the day, you can't change it. And he's coming up with clutch goals. He's coming up with big defensive efforts and he's averaging over 22 minutes a night. He's kind of doing what you want him to do. And yeah, I'd like it at a discount rate too, but that's not what happened. And tonight he he got the Oilers on the board. And I thought for a minute, at least that it was going to be the start of a comeback that you wanted to see. The second period was fantastic and it started with nurse, but yeah, he's playing some good hockey and I, he deserves a little bit more love than he tends to get around here. Yeah, it really does. I like this from here from Ryan and I love it. We always need positivity, not from Rusty. Since stay positive, guys. They will win on Saturday. Once again, we won eight games in a row. I'm not going to sit here and complain and split hairs. That was a tough battle of a game. I think goaltending is on both sides. Why we did not win that hockey game right there. <laughs> is he, I think our boss almost here inside the office right now, Pat. Nice, beautiful. Uh, so it was a little tough with that one, but continuing with the scoring summary. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, we'll get there. Oh, we'll get there. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Almost gave me a little coaching. Nice in my ear right here. I love it. We're going to get to what he just brought up in a minute. I just told you about it before, Bag Milk. But as you said, you thought Nurse was going to spark a comeback. Well, he kind of did. That second period, I said to Pat, what the hell did Nobby say in that first intermission? Because the boys came out firing early. They were buzzing on the power play, fresh off a face-off win yet again for the Oilers. Somehow there, the puck just squirted out front to Connor McDavid in the front of the nets. He's not going to mistake on that one. He's able to beat Vasilevsky on the power play. I believe that was unassisted. I got my boardsy bankroll hit, so that felt pretty good. BM, did you have any money on Connor tonight? I had money on Connor, but I went a little bit of different direction. So of course I'm 19 plus can do so responsibly. So I used the folks at Betway. I did Connor to score at least one power play point. It was even money. And to me, I just saw Connor McDavid power play point, even money. That's free money for me. And then I also had over one and a half power play goals to hit that one too. And I actually, my third bet of the day, I, I, I thought I was in good shape, man. I really, really did. Oilers to win over five and a half. I just, I, I thought I had it. I, I was already spending the money. And then the third period happened. So, you know, you win some, you lose some. You bet with your heart and sometimes it comes through. And then other times you 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 cry at the end of the night. But yeah, I went two for three. Not a bad night on my end. Thanks to our friends at Betway. 19 plus, please play responsibly. I love when Rusty gets in here and he gives us a little love. It's time to see how we respond to this loss. I bet we see the Oilers dominate on Saturday. Time to kick off a 10-game win streak on Saturday. I love your optimism, Rusty. You're what helped get us out of this funk earlier in the season. So I respect positive to positive guy right here. Speaking of positivity, the third goal for the Edmonton Oilers from... Zach, I guess it technically it is Zach Hyman. So I do believe he did get credit for the goal, right? As we called him, Pat, Zach, the human goal post Hyman, <laughs> as he was just standing there. I was scared he was going to get drilled with that one. But the Oilers are on the power play. Nuge sends it over to Bouchard, who wind it up and absolutely crushed that one. I think it was only like 90 miles an hour. Pat, we thought the thing was broken because it looked yeah. like it went way faster than that. 
was labeled for top shelf. Just so happens that Zach Hyman appears to be standing right there. We were laughing at a celebration because he looked scared. He was about to get hit with it. And then he was just staring at it and put his two hands up in the air. It was a beautiful <laughs> moment. But Evan Bouchard, the Bouch bomb, man, he has been delivering some heat-seeking missiles lately, that one included. Yeah, I mean, for, for Zach Hyman, like that's a tough way to score goals, right? You essentially make your... The, but it's a, such a smart play, too, if you have the balls to stand there and take a boost slap shot to the chest. It makes the net essentially two feet wider than it should be, and he just stands there and banks it in. So he's got to have his, his angles right, I suppose. But, man, as soon as I saw that puck go in, I go, holy hell, did I hit him in the chest? Because I was at the game in the playoffs where he scored one off his face. So Zach Hyman is not afraid to score greasy goals and that play takes a whole lot of balls if you want to execute it properly and he did it and I I agree the celebration looks like oh man got away with that one and at the same time that's why we love Zach Hyman there's so many things to like about that play while it also being terrifying Zach Hyman can score goals in a multitude of ways whether it's stick on the ice we saw him have that beautiful move on the half wall where he put it behind himself took it to the front of the net The man leads the team in goal scoring, and that is evidence why. What a second period that was. I think the vibes were all over the place. You could hear the energy inside that building. And then it's gone as the third period comes along. And with the way Steven Stamkos buried the third one, you knew that there was some bad juju in the air. Steven Stamkos centers a puck out from behind the net. That's how I felt right when I saw that one go in there, Bag Milk. He centers it out. The shot goes on net. It Skinner makes a save, just goes randomly up in the in the air. And of course, Steven Stamkos, a career goal scorer. That's what he does. He puts the puck in the back of the net. Turns out his hand eye is pretty good too. It was not a high stick. He waited perfectly. It wasn't even close. And he bats that shit out of the air, puts it in the back of the net. That sucked. That was backbreaking to watch that one go in. I saw some people in the chat were giving Stuart Skinner a hard time for that one. I mean, it went in short side. It squeaked in just by a little tiny amount. He made the first save. It was in the air. You just got to give Steven Stamkos. That was a good play. Good hard-earned goal. Not like some of the later ones he scored, but uh, yeah, Steven Stamkos doing Stamkos things. Bag milk. Yeah, you bad. Like I mean, the angle was also impossible. So bats it out of midair. The hand eye obviously had to come through. Impossible angle. Beats Stu short side. It's kind of like uh, when that goal went out. I was just like, oh, oh, really? Come on, man. Because it's just like try that again, and you're gonna miss. You're going to whiff on it. You can't do that again. And then he just, he makes it look like it was easy and it was frustrating. It was just one of those ones where I don't hang it on Stu, but like, you know, I don't not hang it on Stu and I want to be mad at someone and I can't be mad at Stamkos because, you know, I kind of respect it. Insert the, you know, tip your hat gif right here. It's the the little kid with the on Jeter night. That's me right now. But it, yeah, just what can you say? You can just kind of tip your hat to Stamkos. It takes a lot of skill to do that. And then you can also kind of hope that Stu gets over there and closes the back door. But sometimes it just it doesn't go your way. And that one didn't. Yeah, it was a tough one. And on a night like where you see Andre Vasilevsky make the saves he was making all over the place. Those are ones that you just... I don't blame Stuart Skinner for that one. That's a tough play to make. But that's that seemed to be the difference tonight, right? It was goaltending. One end of the ice had it. 
The other did not. Continuing with the Greta scoring summary, it was Nikita Kucherov. Damn it. Don't want him to get that heart trophy. I got a I got some coin on Connor McDavid to take this award home. But he goes, Cooch does, goes in one-on-one with Cody Cece, battling for the puck in their legs. I thought Cece played it okay. It was a battle. It was, hey, they were going for it. Somehow Cooch gets wood on it as Stuart Skinner like lunges forward. Incredibly bad timing. That's a weak one on Stuart Skinner. You would hope that you would get the puck just rolling on the ice like that. I know Cooch did get a stick on it. But it was tough, and that was quite the backbreaker. And you could feel the energy in Rogers' place kind of just get sucked out of their bag milk. Yeah, the problem with being an Oilers fan is you know what you're looking at, right? And when a goal that goes in that shouldn't, you, it's, it's hard to ignore and it's hard to pretend like it didn't happen. And in the third period, first of all, you talk about the Stamkos goal that we just had. He bats it out of midair and you go, oh, come on. All right. Okay, come on. And then the next one is ugly. And then the one right after that is ugly. And all of a sudden, in the span of just over seven minutes, you're down by a pair and you go, I swear, I swear to fuck, we were just winning this game 3-2 like 10 minutes ago. What happened? And that Kucherov goal was just kind of, it sticks out. It's even worse. If the Oilers had found a way to pull this out, if they had found a way to come back again and win the game, we wouldn't have cared, but they didn't. So we're looking at that Kucherov goal and go, there's no way that goes in. It can't go in at any level. And we just need, we just need a little better in that on that one. We were in there. That was the straw that broke the camel's back and the floodgates opened You really just kind of had to rub your eyes there and be like, wait, I thought we were in this just a second ago. Me and Pat were vibes up and then it's gone immediately. You said in that seven minute run right there. Well, the next one was Steven Stamkos. This one, there is no excuse from Stuart Skinner. This sucked because we were still in the game. We ended up scoring another goal right after this. Steven Stamkos just what? Skates two feet past the blue line, just throws a wrister up by Stuart Skinner's glove. No screen in front of him. No, nothing. Clear line of sight to the puck glove up in the air. And he just straight up missed it. Couldn't find it. Goes in the back of the net. And Steven Stamkos gets his hat trick goal. Don't worry. He did get one more. That (laughs) one, I... It was tough, right? Me and Pat were watching this YouTube chat going down. There's lots of arguments about Stuart Skinner. Is this on him? Is it not? At that point, we were both, yeah, okay, this looks like Skinner's a difference here. Then that little flubbed shot goes past him. And I said, Scotty91, you're totally correct in everything you were saying tonight. That was just the microcosm of Stuart Skinner's night tonight. I don't want to overly shit on the guy. Hey, he had a bad game. He had seven good games in a row. For the most part. So, hey, he can get this. We can do it. I see people in here that said we should have started Pickard. You did not say that before the game today. Mm. Okay. No one said we should start Calvin Pickard. (laughs) He went in against Jersey and we all freaked out going, I don't think he should be in there. I'm calling bullshit on that one. But bag milk. Backbreaking goal there from Steven Stamkos and... Nuge, we'll continue here. Nuge does get on the board, right? He gets a perfect... Hit yeah. pass down from Bush, but it was too little, too late. It's just the damage was done. Yeah, the damage was done. And ultimately, I just want to go back to your point about the goaltending before. There's no way anyone wanted Calvin Pickard in today. There's no way. I don't believe it. Stop it. Chat, stop. No, no more. Because Stu's been on fire. 
over this run. Let's not pretend that he hasn't. So while we're piling on him a little bit tonight, and deservedly so to a point, the last thing I'm saying is that Stu is a bad goalie. He had a bad night. This is a bad night. But I'm not going to not give him credit for all the great work he did over the last two weeks because we all enjoyed those wins, didn't we? Yeah, we sure did. So I know I, know I should great night by Stu, but Pickard wasn't going to be in. And like you said, you, you mentioned the Nuge goal here right before I went into the goaltending thing. I can't even enjoy the fact that Nuge quietly put up a three-point night. My boy's got goals in back-to-back games here. Three points tonight. Can't even enjoy it the way I should be. It's just tough. I'm down bad today. I'll bounce back, but I'm down bad today. Hey, we're going to bounce back on Saturday. Don't you worry. We got a big game against Florida. The Kachuk guy's back. He's going to be back Saturday night, hockey night in Canada, 8 p.m. You know the boys. And that's the thing, right? Tonight, the boys, the skaters showed up to play. I honestly feel like every one of them, except for one guy I mentioned earlier. And then it just happened to be not so perfect goaltending. And as I said, the Edmonton Oilers lose by a score of seven to four. Nuge was your high point man. As you said, he had a goal and two apples. McDavid goal and assist. Hyman goal. Darnell Nurse goal. That's it for your Greta scoring summary brought to you by Greta Baryeg. I wonder if Tyler Mulek is at Greta right now because he sounded like he wanted to get into one earlier during pre-gaming. Let's move along here to the good, the bad, and the oily, which is brought to you by the good folks at Alberta Blue Cross. There's only one thing better than sharing memories And that's making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross Travel Insurance protects your memories and more wherever travel takes you. Visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information. Okay, let's start off positive here. Let's get the good. Let's get her going. It was very good. As I just mentioned, I was ranting and raving. What the hell did Coach Knobs say during that first intermission? Because the first period did not start the way we wanted. It was rough. We had penalties the first minute in. Well, in the second period, a minute or two minutes in, Darnell Nurse scores a shorthanded breakaway goal. Didn't have that one on the bingo card. McDavid and Hyman both scored. The juices were flowing. The vibes were going. The building sounded loud. I thought, I said to Pat, we were down two. It's this year's Oilers right now. This year's Oilers. I'll say the last three weeks Oilers. I never doubt them when they're down in a game. They showed it yet again. They came all the way back to get a one goal lead in that second period. The vibes were good, BM. Why didn't we just end it right there? We would have ended with a win had the NHL responded to the email I sent in the second intermission lobbying for the game to be ended. But no, nobody checks their email after hours at the NHL office. Here I am crafting a beautifully worded email and I send it off. I go, dear, dear Gary, please. The Oilers are winning right now. They're playing very well. That was arguably one of the best second periods I've ever watched them play, at least this season anyway. Sure, you could say it's recency bias, and you could say that I'm biased in general, and that's why I'm lobbying for this game to end after 40 minutes. But again, Aaron, he didn't answer his emails because Gary apparently shuts things off at 5 p.m., and then he'll come back in tomorrow, and it's Friday. He's going to do a night at Greta, and then after that, he's going to mail it in tomorrow because that's what we're all doing. I should be doing it in celebration, but instead, I'm going to be going down to Greta and celebrating making some new memories because I'm sad and I want to play Mario Kart and that's how I'm going to bounce back. Yeah, Mario Kart never disappoints. In fact, I'm pretty good at that one and Skee-Ball, baby. That's my game of choice. That's my game. Anybody else here mentioning good? I mean, you could say... Yeah, you know what? I want to give some love love to the fourth line. 
I, I mean, I know that's like something you listen, they didn't score here tonight, but they had chances and I'm turning into slowly Aaron. I don't know how you feel about it, but I'm turning into a big James Hamlin guy. He only yes. played seven forty three tonight, but he had three shots. He had a hit. It seems like any, what one, maybe two penalties drawn. I don't remember, but every time he's on the ice, despite it being a limited amount of TOI, he's making things happen. And I like the fourth line right now. Sammy Gagne is out there creating James Hamblin flying around. He's like Zach Hyman, light, light. You know what I mean? The motor doesn't quit. The hands aren't quite there, but there's lots to like about the hometown kid. And I just, I like the way that fourth line's playing. So if I got to pick a good here, I'm going to give it to them. I really like that choice. The fourth line has been incredible the last several games. And as you mentioned, they're doing it in limited ice time. Like they are even producing offensively. I know they didn't tonight. I call James Hamlin the ultimate honey badger. That guy goes flying in on the four check. And I swear, more than 50%, he's turning that puck over and getting it out there. Me and Pat also point this out with Derek Ryan. He's so incredibly good on the four check and at quickly turning it over centering it out to the front of the net. I do not understand why at his size, he is so good at that. Then I realized old man strength is a real thing bag milk. Yeah. I mean, he dressed like, look, I'm coming to games. He's dressed like he's in Peaky Blinders. Like how could you not, how could you not want to tussle with a guy? You don't want to tussle with a guy like that. He's a dog on a bone out there. Derek Ryan, come on, former golden bear. Shout out to you, Bobby. I know you're listening. Come on. You love a golden bear out there. Love seeing Derek Ryan. And you know, if I had the Waz sound effect, I would play it right now. You know, the guy is, it's hard not to like what he does. And again, the fourth line deserves a little bit of love. I think that this is arguably, in my opinion, one of the better ones the Oilers have had recently. And I wanted to make sure they get a shout out. I want them to get more ice time. And I can't remember the last time I said that about an Oilers fourth line, but okay. With the good. Comes the bad. I think everybody knows what this one is. It's Stuart Skinner. There's there's no other way to sugarcoat this, man. He did not have a good game. He allowed five goals on 22 shots for a <laughs> 773 save percentage. I mean, what? Let's go through them here. The first one was Steven Stamkos, right? He zipped that one. I'll give it a one-timer. Sure, whatever, Skinner. Maybe he doesn't have to stop that one. The second one from Mott. He's got to stop Stamkos out of the air. I can allow that one. I can allow that one. Kucherov, you need to stop. Stamkos from the point, you need to stop. And then there are two empty net goals. So when you break it down like that, out of the five he allowed, three of them were bad, two were okay. <laughs> but when I say there's three goals that were bad against you and your competition is Andre Vasilevsky doing what he did on the other side of the ice, there's no way the bad couldn't be Stuart Skinner tonight. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, the guy at the other end of the ice was standing on his head. Stopped 51 of 55. And that is a guy, like I mentioned earlier, he's got a Vesna trophy. He's got a Conn Smythe trophy. And when you're going up against an opponent like that, you got to find a way to match. And tonight, Stu couldn't do it. It's one bad night. I bet he bounces back on Saturday. I bet he'll be back between the pipes against the Panthers in a couple of days. And I bet he's going to be better too. But tonight was not his night. And I don't think there's anybody, himself included, would, who would say otherwise. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Yep, I agree. And if you want Calvin Pickard to start the next game, people, you have to put it in the chat right now so I know. Shout out Dacky. I did see it, Dacky. He typed all capitals. I said it all week that he wanted Pickard to start Tampa Bay. I'm not going to lie to you. I think I do remember something like that. So, Dacky, you're off the hook. Everybody else, I got my eye on you. But Stuart Skinner, as I just said, I don't want to pick on him too much. He's been playing fantastic. He's had a great little stretch here. It did bring up before on pre-gaming bag milk that nobody's talking about Dustin Schwartz these days. Let's blame this one on Dustin Schwartz. Let's leave yeah. Stuart Skinner alone. You cool with yeah. that? Yeah, let's get back to our roots. Come on. Yeah. Let's play the hits, people. Play the hits. If Darnell Nurse is playing this good, we gotta go find something that feels like a crutch. I think Dustin Schwartz as the punching bag is definitely one of those things. Okay, let's move it here to the oily. And this is what Amal just came in to try and tell me to push right here. I don't know if you guys saw this on pre-gaming or Oilers Nation every day today. The Oilers, as you know, were in the midst of an eight-in-a-row run. We were looking for nine to tie the franchise record. And today on ONE, we made, I don't even remember how it came up. It's been such a long day. But we made these shirts. Shout out to Eric, our graphic designer. And he made a couple of these bad boys that, Pat, what do they say? Says we're just one eight game heater away from solving all our problems. That's right, people. We were a little worried about this one because, in fact, we did win nine games in a row. I was like, well, this. This might have a very limited shelf life right now, but the eight game streak ends right there. And these are currently live on nationgear.ca. Shout out to the couple of you who actually have bought some of these already. I love and support all of you. I'm going to get one of those. I was a little worried if we're going to be able to turn that like the eight ball into a nine ball. Like there is a nine ball in billiards. The eight game heater will go down in infamy. As when the Oilers got their run going again, bag milk. Let me ask you: Are you gonna get one of these bad boys? Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna picture myself as Eric in the lab coming up with T-shirts for the for NationGear.ca. You know, I there's part of me that blames the people who bought the T-shirt that we didn't get a release a nine game heater shirt. 
But yeah, they're fun, man. This is the best part about working at Oilers Nation is we can have an idea on a show earlier in the day and it gets ended up on a t-shirt for sale on the website later in the afternoon. It's what we do, baby. It's a great saying. It's a great shirt. I personally will get buried in mine when I die or when I get married or both on the same day, perhaps. And the only way to get one is at nationgear.ca. That that made me laugh a lot right there. Doing that on the same day is the best day of your life. They got well, married on the day you died in your Oilers Nation shirt. Pat, I'm curious. I know I talked about before. Do we have the hoodie? We do, yeah. <laughs> do we have the hoodie? Eric also made this because Tyler said, quote, Eric, don't worry about making this, but everyone remember, we're just two eight-game heaters away from solving all of our problems. So don't worry, people. We've got merch for the next eight-game heater that comes our way. We are locked and loaded here at Oilers Nation. I see. Uh, oh, Daki, I did see your logo that you had for. He made me one that said we're only a ten-game heater away. <laughs> Shout out you, Daki. That's you're you're one of the OG fans. I also want to point out if you want to show off that you are one of the OG fans in the chat every day for Oilers Nation every day, pre-game and or after dark. Those shirts are a pretty good way to show off that you are. You're in on the bits and you know what's going on. And if I see, this is a personal guarantee. If I see any of you wearing that shirt at the bar, I will buy you two beers. There you go. Deal. Look me in the eyes. That's it right there. That's a boardsy guarantee right there. But the oily eight in a row bag milk. I did think I was like, oh my God, what are we going to do if we win nine in a row? What would we have done? Just make eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 game shirts. Why not? Yeah, why not, man? You just pump out a new shirt every day. Whatever your favorite number is, you get that game heater shirt and you wear it every single day until we get back there. So now everybody who buys the eight game heater shirt, you need to wear that exclusively until the next eight game heater. It's just how it works. Then we're going to drop this day. I need you wearing that shirt. I need you sleeping in that shirt. I need Uh you doing everything in that shirt. The vibes, the vibes are good. Shout out, Eric. Stick taps in the chat for Eric. We love Eric. But okay, that's it for the good, bad, and oily. Brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. Just catching up on the chat here. A couple people. Aaron, tough night for Stu. Giving the night off and play Pickard. The Nadge said Oilers will still need a goalie for the playoffs. Let's be real here. Okay, people, you just played seven spectacular games in a row, and I feel like we might be overacting, but that's what we do. That's what Oilers Nation After Dark is for. If you're going to throw in a hot take, all I ask is that you like the video as well as we see Bag Milk staring out in the abyss, pondering what life is really all about. You just wonder how a game like this slipped away, you know? Sit there, take a dip in Lake Bag Milk, try and figure it all out. We'll bounce back for Saturday. The Panthers are in town. Matt Kachuk's here. We're going to get spicy. I feel good about our chances going into Florida, but today it hurts a little bit, and I'm trying to figure it out. Coming off a loss, and you're going to see that rat's face. I think everybody's going to be a little pumped up for that one on Saturday. But okay, let's get into our hot and cold performers brought to you by DoorDash. For a limited time only, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. When you download the DoorDash app and enter the code BAGMILK, point up. Oh, wait, you can't. Nation25, all capitals right there. So we're going to start here for my hot performer. I'm going to go with him. It's a guy I've been singing his praises all season long. I did it all of last year. Granted, I wasn't much on camera last year, but in the chat, defending him to the nth degree. And I feel like I have partially won this battle. 
It is Darnell Nurse. Okay, people. He once again, I said, we all had him scoring a shorthanded breakaway goal tonight. Of course we did. He gets on the board with one goal. He played 22 minutes on ice. He blocked six shots, apparently, and he has two hits. Darnell Nurse is just, you can't say it. You could not look me in the eyes right now and tell me he is not the best defenseman on this team. Sure. If we want to split hairs about how much money is he making? I think this guy is at least an $8 million defenseman. He's been playing so good. I see it already. Hashtag nurse for Norris. This is probably only trending in Oilers nation chats, but bag milk, the doctor does it again. Yeah. We were talking about it earlier. He averages over 22 minutes a night. He's moving his, he's moving his wheels. He's finding different ways to contribute, whether it's a goal like he did tonight or a big defensive play, or he's just playing sound hockey right now. And I don't know what Paul coffee is telling him, but clearly it's working right now. I'm with you. Darnell nurse deserves a little bit of love and you can complain about the contract all you want, but you design it too. If it's put in front of you, that's all I'm saying. And right now he's playing his best hockey. So Darnell Nurse deserves some love. I won't tell the fans what they can and can't do. We don't want to gatekeep here. But this the contract stuff with Darnell, I'm so beyond sick of it. Like I know he makes 9.25. Okay. He's worth a lot of money. There's no way this team gets better. I think Tyler had the line today or yesterday. He said, when you find a better defenseman than Darnell Nurse on this team, then you can get rid of him. But I'm not seeing that happening anytime soon. Bag Milk, do you have any hot performance tonight? You said you had a tough time enjoying the great performance of Ryan Nugent Hopkins tonight. Go off, King. Yeah, he, I mean, Nuge, Nuge scored a big goal tonight. Well, at least I was hoping it was going to be. I thought maybe there was a chance to get another one and tie it for a second game. So three point night for Nuge. He's got 10 points in his last five games. He's starting to look like a guy who put up a hundred points last year. Needs to get the goals coming a little bit more. I'd like to see some more coming from him in that department, but back to back games with a goal, three points tonight. It's new Ryan Nugent Hopkins. He's, he's starting to find his way here. He's playing really, really well on the best line in hockey right now and he's contributing on a nightly basis if you're going to play with connor you got to find a way to score some points and he's doing that right now he connor and zach hyman are looking really really sharp and nuge is a big part of it so my guy my king my dude we kept him for a reason ryan nuge and hopkins shout out to you sir hop form of the night kept huge forever my sweet sweet prince he's the best pat you're here too do you got anybody that you want to give any love to for a hot performer for this evening uh, I think we talked about it a little bit. Bag Milk bring, brought it up. That fourth line, I, I'll just give it to all three of them. They're four checking. They're battling every single shift. They outworked the other fourth line out there tonight, and that's all you can really ask of them. And I think something that all the lines could learn from them is just be in front of the net. Obviously, Hyman picked up on that, <laughs> but uh, no, I just love I just love their effort out there every single shift, and they're fun to watch. Gagne, A plus, bringing them back. Seriously, this it's the it's the coolest like redemption career arc for Sam Gagne to start his career here as an 18 year old play for how many teams do what he does all this time. Get a major, major surgery like that. Get a PTO with his team and the city loves him. You all we all saw the interview he gave after the last game and he said this is the most electric place in the world to play. And there's nothing like it because of you, the Edmonton Oilers fans. You don't want to do this for the cold, but I'm going to, I feel like I'm picking on the guy because there's clearly something wrong with him. He hasn't been practicing. It's either an injury. I've heard illness. I don't know. My cold performer tonight is a Vander Kane. 
Him and Connor Brown were demoted to the third line to play with Ryan McLeod. I thought for the most part, he was just going through the motions out there. I don't really want to shit on the guy because I don't know what's going on. He was double Rolexed up a couple days ago, I guess. So his wrist must be a little sore. But he just hasn't really had that jam, that oomph that you're used to seeing from Evander Kane. Where I always say the thing with him is you know when he's down in the game, he's the most incredible physical presence there is. He's number two in the league in hits. Don't get me wrong, he's still laying some body, doing his thing. But got to call a spade a spade. I can't pick Stuart Skinner again, so I'm going to go with Evander Kane. I also would understand if there was some Connor Brown hate at this point. Because as I say there, Evander <laughs> Kane, I have some reasoning as to why he might not be playing the way I expect him to with Connor Brown. Starting to run out of options here, bag milk. I really don't know what to say. Yeah. I was going to like my cold performance. I hate to do it, man. Like I really, really do. Cause I just feel bad at this point, but yeah. Connor Brown, like, bro, come on, man. We got you signed for one year, but the contract stretched over two and you've got one assist. And I, I mean, like, I know you only played four games last year and all of this all makes sense to me logically, but I'm looking at you. I'm staring at you and I'm just thinking like, bro, you just played beside Leon Dreisaitl for a bunch of games and you couldn't get shit done. And now like we're still here. We are now 27 games into the season and we're still talking about one assist. So I hate to do it because I'm sure he's a nice guy. You know, he ups our Connor quota. We had one. Now we got two and it's important to remember that. You know, two Connors is better than one, generally speaking. But right now, we can't do much. Honestly, I think right now I'd be okay with just one Connor. We did learn the other night there's 13 <laughs> Connors in the NHL. Yeah. Two are on this team. Little fun fact right there. They also said that's with two ends and one end. Connor Brown, man, I see somebody here. What did they just say? Dacky Brown may be good on the fourth with Gagne and Ryan. Maybe the vets have some chemistry. Uh, I'm not touching that fourth line at all, and I'm not putting Connor Brown on that thing right now. And I hate to say it, man. Like, I'm getting to the point here with Connor Brown that you might have to health bomb this guy. You can't send him down to the minors, really, or can you? Like, I feel like he would get claimed. I also asked Liam today if he got claimed, would somebody else take his money? Yeah. Somebody let me know in the chat. How does that work out? Yeah, because that's what I was going to say. I was like, hang on, hang on, hang on. Now let's think this through. (laughs) But if we have to keep it anyway, then while the, you know, cat's out of the bag, he's played his 10 games, he's going to get that four schmilly. Yeah, Yeah, it's a good gig if you can get it. Hot performer, Connor Brown's agent. Good work, dude. I also, who's now the president of our organization, Jeff Jackson, secured that deal. Come on, man. He's getting commissions all over the place. (laughs) better and better baby keep it in the family as far as i'm concerned so yeah those two are my cold performers pat bag milk you guys got anyone else we went off on Stuart skinner for a bit there i don't want to keep doing that yeah i'm gonna leave Stuart skinner alone i I feel like he he knows what he did you know i feel like he's gonna pop that michael jackson song man in the mirror going tonight and he's gonna be all sad combing his mustache i know he's like i know what you did Stu, and then he goes i know you know what i did so i'm gonna leave Stu alone He's got it. Everybody understands. Yeah, but that's, that's, uh, I, I kind of liked your your cane pick because he was hot as a pistol there for a second. S- calm down. And we need him to be mucking it up. And he was doing a little bit. Still had five, sh- uh, five hits tonight. But could you have named one nope. after I read that hit? Because I personally couldn't. When you were reading, you were talking about Evander Kane. I was just like, five hits? Really? Where were they? I'm, I'm going to take the NHL stats guy word for it, but uh, as long as it keeps up that nice little 
He's second in the NHL right now. I don't know how many Tanner Janot laid. Actually, let's quickly look at that. What did he do? He did three hits, I do believe. All right, Kane's making up ground on our boy right there. But okay, that's it for the hot and cold performers. Brought to you by our good friends at DoorDash. Ding dong. Nice. There we go. Self five for me, baby. Let's go. All right. So Saturday night, we take on the Florida Panthers as we look ahead. Can be an 8 p.m. start, which means probably on Hockey Night in Canada, what, an 8.15, 8.20 start? Something like that, probably. I look ahead. Also, shout out Batway, our friends, 19 plus. Please play responsibly. Wardsy's bankroll hit yet again. Looking ahead, bag milk. I'm going to ask you for a score prediction. And an anytime goal scorer Saturday night against the Florida Panthers. We got a 4-2 win incoming, boys. Let's just lock that in right now. Maybe even hop on over to Betway. Toss a couple of shekels on a 4-2 win. But anytime goal scorer, I've got you. I'm going to say my boy, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. You're going to chase the juice a little bit? Chase it with me. He's starting to heat up. Like I said, 10 points his last five games. Goals and back-to-back. Playing on the best line in the NHL right now, in my opinion. Would it be surprising to see him get a goal? I don't think so. So Ryan Nugent Hopkins, anytime goal, I'm going to lock it in. Stay hot, kid. Pat, what do you got for a score prediction and anytime goal score? Uh, score prediction, I'm going to go along the same lines. We'll go 5-2 for me. And I wanted to say Fogel earlier today, but for some reason it slipped my yeah, mind and I went yeah. with Hyman, which worked out. Yep. So I'm going to go with Fogel uh, for Saturday, I think. Maybe not his best game today, but I just love the way he battles and I see it coming. Let Warren me ask you, Meg Milk. What did you think of Matthias Janmark and Warren Fogel with Leon Draisaitl tonight? I thought they were more than serviceable. They were better than what I've seen Evander Kane and Connor Brown do the last couple games. Sure. What if I look at it? I don't think they produced any points. What'd you think of them and their breakdown of their game tonight? Yeah. I mean, Warren Fogel should score 30 goals a year if he had more than three fingers on each hand, you know? <laughs> Like I just made that up obviously, but in your head, if you're listening to this right now, you thought you're like, maybe he does have three fingers on each hand and that would make sense of why he can't score. Like, but the reality is this guy should be filling the net. He's a wrecking ball out there and I don't mind him beside Leon, but I think ultimately we're going to try and find a solution here because I think the plan was coming into the season that Connor Brown was going to be able to slot in your top six. And right now it's not happening. The production's not there. God will, and he's trying. But uh, ultimately, that second line is 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 an interesting question mark right now because you can't split up the first ten. You Aaron like that trio is too good right now. So how do you add some balance onto Leon's line? And and I'm seeing in the chat here. I guess Gregor was talking about Kane being banged up a little bit. Like you need him to kind of be healthy. You need him to get going because at least that's one half of that line or one third of that line that's kind of sorted with him and Leon. But who's on the right side? So the best option right now to me has to be Warren Fogel. But agree with that. I thought Matthias Janmark did play well tonight. A couple of people here saying he was very noticeable. Kennedy's in the chat and she said, Yanni has earned his spot for real. Yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily in the top six right there. I feel like Janmark, you can plug and play kind of like a Warren Fogel. I know he's not a career top six guy, but you can get it in spurts. You can catch lightning in a bottle. We will see what happens when Dylan Holloway comes back. But I do believe that when Evander Kane, whatever he's dealing with right now, that guy has a, Penned in spot on the second line left wing with Leon yeah. Dreisaitl. I need him to be there. They're just too good of players to not be playing together. Got a little sidetracked there, but I had to talk about that. For my score prediction and anytime goal scorer, 
Saturday against the Panthers. I'm going to say 4-2 with an empty netter. And you know what? I'm going with it. Matthias Janmark is going to get on the board. He's going to score one right there. The man is sneaky skilled. Sometimes when you see him make yeah, plays out there, you're like, wait, shit, was that? Oh, that was. I guess it was. Um, just want to give thanks to everybody here in the chat. That was a tough one tonight, folks, but we battled. The Oilers tried to battle, too. It was back and forth. It was a good effort. You literally cannot win them all. And if I'm being honest, this kind of helps out our eight in a row shirts. So if you were going to lose a game, I guess this is the one to lose. I would have rather, I guess, lost this than the 10th one because we would have had to make a second shirt. Beggars can't be choosers. I want to give a thank you to you, Bag Milk, to you, Patrick, to everybody in the chat. And of course, our lovely sponsors who include Greta Bar Yeg, DoorDash, Alberta Blue Cross, Betway 19 plus, please play responsibly. I also just finally want to get in a little shameless plugs right here for the nation vacation. People it's coming up bag milk. You're coming on it. I'm going on it. Give the gift of a nation vacation this holiday season. You can also give that gift to yourself as you can send your favorite fan yourself on the trip of a lifetime to Arizona with the ON crew from February 18th to the 20th. Flights, hotels, hockey, and the time of your life included. We are now also offering flexible no-flight options for $9.99 if you'd like to book your own flights, but join us for the rest of the party. We got you. Visit nationgear.ca to give the gift of a good time. Also on nationgear.ca, besides those sick eight-in-a-row shirts, Bring on the team spirit, people. Unleash your inner MVP with the game-changing Bar City Collection from Nation Gear. Look at those things, man. Clean is the only word that comes to mind when I look at those. Those are slick. Those are clean. Embrace the winning spirit by repping your team with pride. Shop the Bar City Collection and more now at nationgear.ca. Bag Milk, thank you for doing this yet again with me. I see you are still pondering the rest of your life and what the true meaning of life is. So you know what? I'm going to let you get to that. I'm going to let you stick with that. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, Pat. Good night, everybody. We will be back tomorrow at 1201 Mountain for Oilers Nation every day. And then I'll be back in this chair once again on Saturday as we take on the Panthers for pre-gaming. That goes at 7 p.m. And Oilers Nation After Dark featuring Liam Horbin, the banana man, on Saturday night. It's going to be a late one. So buckle up, everybody. We'll catch you on the flippity flip and uh, better luck next time, right? Yeah. Good night, everybody. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 